No, no, me, I want to know about Kani. <laughs> Have you ever woken up next to someone and been confused? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you ever fantasized about someone in this room? No. Okay, let me okay, ask that question again. Just let me, I scan the room, at least. Let me scan Have you room. ever fantasized about somebody in this room? <laughs> yes, yes, then, yes, yeah. yes, actually, yes, yes. Um, okay, if, if you insist, if you insist. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> and lastly, yes. what's the strangest place you've had an orgasm? In class. Pray tell. <laughs> Yes, like during class, like it was during class. No, it was actually in primary school. Whoa. No, but what were you doing? Um, masturbating. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You were masturbating. I freaking love you so much well, more right now than I did five <laughs> minutes ago. Are you guys ready? We're going to like randomly... Uh, Answer your questions. Do you want to pick the first one and, yeah. and read it out? Yeah. Go for it. What are your thoughts on age gap sex? Man being 30 years older and above. Okay, so um, one of the things that we spoke with Kaz when I agreed to do the show is that these are all my, 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 my personal views and how I see sex and sexuality. And... Um, as long as there's consent and there is and there's willingness and there is um, there is attraction, go ahead, go at it. So if he's thirty years older than you and or he's way older than you and you you're attracted to him and he's attracted to you and you agree, go ahead. Um, I just think that you know what people decide to do in the privacy of their whatever, when the two of them and their consent and their consensual is up to them nobody else's business that's what I think <laughs> I agree, yeah. I, agree. Yeah. I mean um, <clears throat> there's there's a there's a lot to be told about age difference I must say that um, my uh, stepmother is nine years younger than me <laughs> guys come <calm> down <laughs> okay okay yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, and like the age gap between my stepmom and my dad is huge. Um, maybe like um, 35 years. This woman, who is a lot younger than I am, makes him so happy. Mm -hmm. And I am directly affected by that relationship because mm -hmm. I have a relationship with my father. Mm -hmm. So um, because my father is extremely happy in this relationship, I am extremely happy with my relationship with my father. Mm -hmm. And so... I think a lot of the time age becomes such a big conversation um, also because the reasons why things become such big conversations is because we imagine what other people are going to think about yes. it mm -hmm. in, in any, you know, yes. what are people going to say yes. because I'm dating yeah, somebody, somebody of this sex? What are people going to say because I'm dating somebody that's older? So, I, I mean, I, I believe like, um, like what she got that said said mm. if it is consensual which it always should be mm -hmm. and we should never have to bring up the word consent because by the time two people are mm -hmm. together intimately mm -hmm. it should be it consensual, should be consensual. Yeah. yeah so and if people are happy then it, I guess it doesn't matter yeah I hope we answered your question so yeah
those are our thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty then. Let me randomly pick out of this bucket. Okay. I'll start with question number one. What's etiquette for anal sex in Kenya? Okay. This is the answer. This is my opinion. Hi. Please, can I have anal sex with you? <laughs> yes. Welcome. <laughs> I believe is the correct etiquette. I mean, actually, okay, let me just delve into that a little bit. Uh, it's this question isn't directed at any any sex, like male or female. I guess it, it would depend. Um, it's it sounds like it's possibly um, directed to a female and possibly written by a man. Like, how do you ask for for anal? How do you ask? How do you ask for anal sex? All yeah. Right. Let's say, for example, I'm a man mm -hmm. and I'm dating you, and you're a woman. Mm -hmm. How do I ask you mm -hmm. for anal sex? Okay, so I would, I would, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would like to imagine, or I would say that, I would hope that there would be, um, you would talk about either fantasies or things that you want to do together mm. of a sexual nature. So if you were having those conversations where, you know, like, you know, I would like this, or could you do this? If you were having those kind of conversations, then I think, that would also be something, you know, you should ask, like, would you like to try this? Or I would like to try this. Is this okay with you? Um, if you're not having those kinds of conversations where you are trying out new stuff and you're asking each other to try new stuff, then um, I would say, you know what, like, go for it. Ask. And um, if they say no, then they say no. Um, if they're you have nothing to lose, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, um, if they do say they would like more info about it, then you know what? Do your research. Figure out, you know, um, try to, you know, get some decent lube, <laughs> get some decent condom condoms, and yeah, and do the research. You know, so. I think it shouldn't be a, a taboo. It shouldn't be something that you should be scared to ask your partner about because we, you know, it's, it, it's one of those things that you don't know until you try. You might like it. You might not like it. And so just try to be open. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely believe um, if you are willing to try new things in the bedroom, it's always nice to... Uh, to start those conversations early. I know a lot of the time um, with people who've been in long-term relationships, sort of their freak develops like later on in when they're older, when they start to learn things about their body. And then it's kind of harder to try and communicate these things with your partner. So mm -hmm. it's like you've been together for 10 years. In mm -hmm. year nine, you're just like, oh my gosh, I could do with anal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's just like trying to <laughs> trying to communicate that. It's just like, how do I tell my partner? I, I also feel like there, um, we're in like 2017. There's like sex games, there's stuff like there's quizzes and stuff like there's even there's though all of any innovative ways that you can find out about what your partner is interested in, or you can that don't necessarily mean like like let's face to face and have this discussion. You know what okay. I mean? Like yeah. they're they're like yo. 
like there's a lot out there. You can use so, me. <laughs> I, I guess. I'm sure there's gifts and me. Are they gifts or gifts? It doesn't have to be. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to be like, like a conversation like, babe, I yeah. need to take you for coffee. Mama, nani, so like, I've been dying you know? to like stick it in your butt. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> no, okay. it doesn't have to be that kind of a conversation. Okay. Got it. We yes, have a babe. question. My, 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 my take on this also is also allowing for the possibility of rejection in that way. Mm. Because I feel like in the conversation about, okay, so hey, babe. I would really like to stick it in your butthole. And then if your partner says, actually, you know what? I've tried it and I didn't enjoy it, so no. Mm. I feel like a lot of people equate allowing or being open to it as being sexually liberated. Mm -hmm. And if you have a partner who says no, it's like, oh, but you don't you want to, aren't you liberated in that way? Mm. When really it's just even as a matter of preference, it's just, you know what, I tried it and I didn't like it. So mm. if it's a deal breaker, you know, say it now. Or maybe we can speak about what is it exactly that it represents. Mm -hmm. Is it mm -hmm. just something that you like or is it something that is a quirk? Or maybe did you just have a bad experience? The person didn't know what they were doing. Exactly. Or maybe they just had an experience and they just didn't want, don't want to do, it, do again. it again. Yeah. 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 You know, mm -hmm. like yeah, some people like their hair pulled and others just like, don't touch my hair. Like. Yeah, that's true. Simple. Yeah. So yeah. also just being open to just being open to just because I feel like I'm liberated in yeah I want to try this and I want to try that because but not that I'm adventurous. <laughs> if somebody says no, it doesn't mean that they are a prude. They yeah. just don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks that's for true. that. Thanks for that. Okay, I'm gonna go to part two of this. If I'm a girl who sleeps with a gay friend, am I a lesbian? <laughs> okay. If I'm a girl who sleeps with a gay friend. Um, the I'm going to assume <laughs> the gay friend is, a, is also a girl. Okay. So basically, if I'm a girl that sleeps with another girl, am I a lesbian? Let me just start by saying the, the, <laughs> the answer, one of the answers could be maybe, but sexuality is such a big and vast topic mm. and doesn't necessarily <clears throat> narrow down to one sexual partner. You could, mm. you could sleep with one person of the same sex and enjoy it, and, and the feelings that you have are not necessarily um, more like, <sighs> it's just a big one, that's what she said. Um, I think your sexual orientation doesn't have to do with your sexual experimentation. I think they can be two completely different things. I think you can sleep with girls as a, as a female and not necessarily identify as a lesbian. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's the same with guys. And I think, I think men are more afraid of that mm. than women are. Women mm. are a lot more open to experimenting with same-sex sex. Mm -hmm. And um, men feel like when they do have like feelings of attraction or of... I've met very many heterosexual men who are just like, I love the male form. Um, I know an artist who paints like naked men, like beautiful penises, Jesus. Pe G Jesus penises, you know, like if like if Jesus if Jesus had a penis, okay, <laughs> what would it look like? <laughs> you know? 
but like like beautiful male forms, like you know, like um, and and he's he's identifies as a heterosexual man, and he's probably experimented a little bit with other men, but he specifically identifies as a heterosexual man, and I think a lot of men are very scared of that kind of openness when it comes to sexuality. Uh -huh. Women are a lot more inclined to experimenting with their friends and also not identifying as a lesbian. Okay. Um, just maybe not, nece not necessarily identifying as bisexual because the spectrum is so vast and you okay. can identify on whichever level you so feel. Okay. Do you have anything? Well, two things. One, I do think the main issue where questions like that would come from is because of this restrictive idea of sexuality and the fact that um, that a lot of people have grown up or have this mindset that this is what you do this you know this is what you identify with and this is so if you feel anything and I mean, like, there's, there's all these stories about boarding school and, and, and you know, even at the, you know, something being put in the food so that you don't happen, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And it's this, and it's this, it's this whole idea of, of that, um, that sexuality or your sexuality is just one way and can only be expressed in one way. And if you think any other way or if you have any other desires, they're either other or they're off or there's, you know, so... Something so wrong. Something wrong. So maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Um, then there's also the fetish. I would say this sort of fetish idea that, um, you know what, guys like women who sleep with other women, even if they don't identify as lesbians. So you know what, if I hook up with girls, you know, some guys will think that I'm sort of... So there's this, then there's this mm. whole fetish thing that also now becomes, and it's what I think like what Patricia was trying to say is like, it's this 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 um, this thing of wanting to be out there or liberal or be sexually um, innovative and open, but then you're doing stuff for the wrong reason or because you think that if you do it, then it makes you more of Popular, something lovable, exactly. Likeable. And um, so for me, I'd be like, you know what? Um, sex is an amazing thing. Sexuality is an amazing thing. And it's part of who we are. And you kiss a girl and you like it. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Like, no, it, it, might not, it might not mean you're a lesbian. But then again, it might. Yeah. <laughs> either. So, either. Yeah, just so, do you, boo-boo. Yeah, do you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm curious to understand if other people feel like, is there also room to experiment so that you know what you're not? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and so, you know, yeah, exactly. The whole... I kissed a girl and I didn't like it. Yes. 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 But I had to kiss to the girl find out that yeah. I didn't. to know that, you know, yeah. it's not yeah. my thing. Exactly. Yeah. Rather than wonder about it mm -hmm. yeah. all through my life. And uh -huh. I'm like, now that I'm wondering about it, but I've never tried it, because I'm thinking about it, does it mean that I am? And, uh, I think we, this is a message that we need to be able to tell people over and over again in order for them to understand. Right. That there's no particular box that we're pushing you into. Mm -hmm. It's just like, figure out what it is that you don't like. It's the same way we do with like jobs. Right. Like I worked here and I realized that I didn't like it, so mm -hmm. I quit. Yeah. And then yeah. I did this and just like all of the things that you no, experiment in life. Can we make it even a bit sweeter? I like tried to be a, a singer, store. but I'm not. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you know try what I mean? Like, 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 going to a candy store. You know, maybe, I mean like, 
Me, chocolate and mint, I don't get it. Oh my gosh, that's my thing. I don't get it. That's you the see only what I mean? I ever Thank you. Okay. But it's just one of those Great. things. Look at yeah. look at it like that. Like you might go to a, uh, a candy store and there are certain sweets that you like and certain sweets that you don't like. But you know what? Sometimes you need to taste it so that In you can be like, that you, mm, yeah. I don't. Yeah, but then, the, do. then there's a lot of people who are like, <laughs> I will never try that sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? That's okay as well. Yeah. That's okay as well. Yeah. That's okay as well. That's true. That's okay, fine. And also just letting people understand that there's a spectrum. Yes. Of sweets. Of <laughs> sweets. <laughs> <laughs> so you can slide along that spectrum. Yes. And 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 just yeah. you know, right? Yeah. 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 Thank you. Okay. Right. It's your Next time. question. Yeah. Okay. So what's the deal with divulging how many sexual partners we have had? Body count. Do we still say only three and it's like only three? Will this ruin my chances of finding a husband? Here's what I think about questions like this or this particular question. For me already, there seems to be an undercurrent of shame. There seems to be an undercurrent of shame and wrongdoing. Like, like, like having more than apparently three sexual partners is wrong, is shameful. So already here, there's this undercurrent that, that there's some wrong and there's shame in however many sexual partners you have. Now, somehow this is a conversation you need to be having with somebody you're dating. Um, I don't understand why this conversation needs to be happening with somebody you are having because if I'm having sex with you right now, what does it matter about who I was having sex with before? So questions like this shame bring this shameful aspect to sex. And, um, and we've just talked about sexual experimentation and sexual experimentation might take more than three partners. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and um, you know, if you're, if, if you're at 40 and you're trying to get a husband and you say you have only had three, that could also work against you, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those double-edged mm. <laughs> situations. I think you should do what resonates with you and what feels good for you. Telling lies like it's only three and there are ten, you know what, you deal with the consequences of saying that. Uh, and if, if you're dealing with feeling sh uh, shame around how many sexual partners you've had, then you kind of need to work on that. You kind of need to work on yourself it's and on how your, you feel. It's more like a personal thing than it is. It's more a personal thing than yeah. it is out there. Like no one is telling you like, like say three, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't know where this husband is gonna be found and where you're looking for this person. But if if you're feeling any shame and wrongdoing about your sexuality, then you're possibly not gonna attract a husband or a partner or the right person, or the for person you. who would resonate with you sexually. I'm just saying. Can I just add on to that? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is good that you say that. Because, like, will I be able to find a husband? First of all, um, the world doesn't become better once you've found the husband. No, 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 wait, 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 let me okay. finish, let okay. me finish. Okay. But that, that's actually not my point. Okay. My okay. point is that, that that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, and the way that we're raised in the, you will grow up, you'll become a good wife, you'll find a husband. Finding the husband is not the, the best part of life. 
the best part of life is just like, oh my gosh, I'm happy that I'm working a job that I like. Oh my gosh, I am happy because I'm living in the house that I like, or that I have the friends that I like, that I have a good relationship with my parents, that I have a good relationship with my partner. Those are the things that we haven't been taught are the most fulfilling things in our lives. Mm. Having a husband means having a child. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, having... it. it <laughs> It just means having another human being in your presence that you have to take care of, yeah? And uh, this is, <laughs> do I sound like an angry black woman? <laughs> but the thing is, like Washuka was saying, is that if you have a problem with body count, um, then, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's an actual thing, by the way. If you have a problem with that, then already that kind of energy is the kind of energy that you're putting out to attract, mm. th is the kind of person that you're gonna pull. Mm. So if you say that I've only been with three, can you imagine what your partner is lying to you about? Mm. And you don't want to be, you wanna have that converse, I'm so honest with my, like, I can't count. <laughs> don't ask me to. Mm -hmm. So like that's not a conversation we're going to have. Mm. Um, and in the same and in the same breath, you don't want to also your relationship to be based on body count. It needs yes. to be based on there's things that are a lot more important. For yes. example, our status. Yes. But can we discuss? Are we getting tested? Mm. Are we going to an HIV center? Mm -hmm. Where we? You know, those mm -hmm. are the things that are important. If you slept with a hundred people, fine. Were you safe? Did you use condoms? Mm. You know, mm. and. Um, I think those <laughs> things are more important than the number. We did have a question in the back from a gentleman. It's so okay. good. Guys, let's give it up for the gentleman in the house. <laughs> Who wants to speak? Oh you, no, you, no pressure. You, you're acting like I wasn't supposed to be here. <laughs> you were. I just wish there was more men here. Yeah. Okay. Can, I, can I hear the guy say, whoop, whoop? <laughs> okay, okay, um, okay, I got you. Go for it. First of all, on the significant other, yeah? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there's anything like perfect or imperfect. Mm -hmm. It all depends on what you're looking for. Um, personally, I'd prefer someone who has experience because if I settle with someone who doesn't, then there's a question of how will I induct her to what I like, mm -hmm. which is another problem. Because I can tell her, ooh, I'm into BDSM. She's like, what the fuck is that? Then mm -hmm. that's another story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the more, <coughs> let me say, the more freaky she is, mm -hmm. it's easier for a guy like me to trust her, right? Because we can get to that point where we discuss it all. Then through, through the trust... <laughs> <laughs> I finish? Let me finish. Let me finish. Then through the trust is when we can sit down and be like, okay, fine. That's when the love comes in because she understands who I am and I get who she is. So I'll be like, in a party, I'm like, I want a quickie. She'll be like, ew, that's gross, you know? We'll, we'll have that understanding. We both know what we want. So even at times, we don't even have to discuss mm -hmm. what we need. Like I loved um, How I Met Your Mother how Bunny used to act, exclamation mark, then dot, 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 I'm coming, I'm on my way. <laughs> That's it. These days That's there's an eggplant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see, there's so many ways of Send. communicating it. 
<laughs> yeah. In the case of getting a partner, mm -hmm. I think that's a that's that's the foundation of it. There has to be trust. Okay. You need to understand each other. If you don't, then. Okay, so let me just um, uh, talk a little bit about that. Um, <clears throat> I'm single. I, I believe uh, that I have a certain level of freak in me. And in order for me to be with somebody in the first place, then um, like even before we hit the bedroom, we th those things had to have been sorted out already. Like we need to be on the same level freak. I'm not even kissing you before we're on the same level freak. Yeah. So it's like those are the discussions we have on our first date. And I feel like the older you are, the less bullshit you have. So it's not like, well, how's your day? I don't care. Do you like it in the, you know what I mean, yeah? So uh, I think, like I say, the older we are, the more down to the point we are like about deciding who it is we want to spend more time with. So the difference comes in with if you've been in a really long relationship and you discover you're freaked later and then having that con trying to have that conversation with your partner, if already communication is hard, then that is going to be hard. But if you're meeting somebody for the first time, um, it's not even about trust, it's about um, what kind of connection you have based on what kind of fundamental truths you each have. So if we're coming from the same sort of general space in our heads, then we will merge, you know? We will connect and we will trust each other because Freaks trust each other. <laughs> let me, let me, let me. Trust among the freaks. Just a bit. Let trust me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you why I'm saying this. Um, there's, um, there's a time I was drunk as fuck. Mm -hmm. you know? I met a lady. Mm -hmm. She was like, uh, I don't know how the conversations went, but she ended up telling me about her sex life. She has three kids, married to the guy for over 10 years, right? So she has got to the point where the guy would screw her. The guy is satisfied. He's like, yes, score 10 points for me, all that stuff. But the chick is like, oh. Not done, we done yet. So she goes to the next room. To do herself. Yeah, she chucks a dildo. And there's, a lot of w there's a lot of situations that are like that. Yeah. So Unfortunately, but so it's the truth. Sadly for her, is, uh, her situation was she didn't know how fast to communicate to the guy about the whole situation. And the whole thing had become so <coughs> repetitive, yeah, that she could even tell what the guy would do. Like she knew the process. She's mm. like, this guy, this like guy is doing this. Okay. Yeah. So Routine. this will happen. So at the end of the day, she's like, are my kids okay? What's <laughs> happening? Yeah, you know? doing like, your math. Did yeah, I pay my bills? Did I leave the oven on? Is the door open? Yeah. Her head is totally. <laughs> her yeah. head is totally out of the whole story. So um, what I suggested was she needs to understand first what kind of personality she has. Yeah. Is she the type to, does she want to be dominated or submit to the guy? Mm. That's first step. Mm -hmm. If she understands that from her point of view, it's easier to know what to do to the guy. Mm. And it's easier to actually push that guy to a certain direction. And how does that come along? It's because of the trust. Mm. It's very easy for her to actually convince. Yeah. That's why I'm coming out with all this trust. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, I understand. And the thing with trust, at, at the end of the day, everything you've said all boils down to communication. 
And if your communication is not on point, then your communication in every aspect will not be on point. Whether he, you're sending him or her to buy groceries at the store or whether you're telling him what it is you like in bed, you know? Okay. One of the things I'd also like to add is that if there's one thing I want people to, you know, we say advocate for your, advocate for yourself. Like also understand that if you're in a situation where you're not getting the sex that you want, or you're not getting any, like if you're not with a partner and you're not getting what you want, that sometimes has, doesn't have a lot to do with the other person as it has a lot to do with you. So I, I, I really feel like right now, uh, there's this sort of, a gender idea that men need to know what they're, you know, or what they're doing. like what they're mm. doing and they need to like, you know, they need to be making sure that you're like, and I'm like, no, 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 you it's need not to, it's not, it's not the other person. It's you advocate. If you're not happy with your sex life, with your partner, first of all, figure out what is it that you're not happy about. And you know what? Like figure out how to advocate for yourself in that situation. If we keep making it look like the other person is, is a reason why, or is in charge of your sexuality, mm. or is in charge of making sure that you're having as many orgasms that you're supposed to be having, oh, oh, is about, oh you know, my, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do this, and if that's the reason why our sex life is, no, people, advocate <laughs> for you ourself. Preach! Your orgasms are your responsibility. Yes! <laughs> Your responsibility. So, yes. So that should be the base for everything. So I got okay. that off my chest. Yes, okay. girl. Okay, so I think we're actually just going to leave it at one more question. Oh, so okay. we're going to answer this. For all the married people, okay. how do you keep the fire burning? So I'm not married. Okay. <laughs> for, all the ma <laughs> for all the married people, how do you keep the fire burning? Okay. Washuka can so start. I'm, I'm just going to say this. And then um, I want to hear from a few married because people. Because I was once married no longer, but I'm going to say this. Um, I think the problem is that we actually have, because you said that question comes up a bit, quite a bit. A lot. A lot. Is because somehow, some way, we've been taught that sex is not a priority or it's not a priority in marriage. Like it's not something, like it's it's the kids, it's da 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 da, da. And so a lot of, so it's like, you know, sex becomes this back burner thing situation that, um, and I'm gonna say this, like, um, actually sex before your finances, guys. <laughs> like for real, like, <laughs> <laughs> trust me, if you're not having good sex, your finances are shit, like for real. Like it, it, it seeps into everything, it seeps into everything. The reason why I say that is because <laughs> this, is, this is the way you connect, this is the way you merge, this is the way your energies come together and you form this, Sexual energy is the most powerful force on this planet. The what? most powerful energy on this planet is sexual energy. So Preach. if you are living with somebody else and you are trying to manifest or live this life where you, you're trying to have this house on the hill, this uh, 2.4 kids and I don't know how many, 2 whatever, oh, kids. something. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, it's like you, have, you have two and then there's another one halfway there. Like if that's, and you're trying to, you know, take them to the best schools, you're trying to, and you're working in senses, like you're just working to have this so-called life, this, this, the, and you're not having sex, you're not merging to create, you're not merging to connect, to, to, to realize and, and to, 
to um to co to connect to to merge to you know what, you know what, what I'm saying the same yeah, thing yeah, like yeah, if yeah, you're not yeah. doing that then yo like it's it's for not like just just go your separate ways like there's a very specific reason why we have sex and and especially and when, the thing is you have to you have to also understand that we are not grown up we're not grown up okay okay raised okay okay we're not raised okay <laughs> brought up we're not raised to to acknowledge these things mm -hmm. because we are only raised to understand that women are have sex for procreation purposes okay, which is you bullshit. must never have sex outside of a marriage okay. and you must never have sex for pleasure okay. this is the kenyan way of this is the kenyan way okay so, so how that. is it in <laughs> no no i understand scrap yeah. that it's easy to say no say i know scrap it is that. i know it is it's easy to say scrap that but i'm just trying to what i'm trying to say is is that um I imagine it's just that simple how you keep the fire burning is you make sex a priority and and you make sex a priority like you like, like you do eating like exactly yeah like you you have to even if it means you schedule it even if and and the thing i say this is because um i mean it's been proven it's not even just just for the fact that it keeps your marriage alive yo it keeps you freaking healthy like you know, men are walking around with stress levels that are just like I don't know, like on some unlimited, like on some proportions that we've never even heard of. Mm. Guys are like literally like falling with heart attacks at like forty, mm. and then you ask that guy, and he tells you the last time he saw his wife <coughs> naked was like four months ago. <laughs> Go figure. And then you find women are like at the most miserable, like stressed, uh, you know, acting like it's essential for your health. It's essential for your relationship. And if you make food a priority, I, I honestly think that sex should be a priority. Now, um, eat, fuck, breathe. Uh, thank you. <laughs> now, guys are going to be like, where, how are you going to be able to do that with kids? You know what? Like I, I, I'm a mother. Like I said, I was married. It, it's a juggle. But if you make something a priority, and if you make something as that it's important, that you and your partner, your beloved, your husband, your wife, that this is something you're going to commit yourselves to, trust me, it will become easy. Because, and then also it, become, it becomes a thing that you look forward to. And you know how you keep the fire burning? If you know that, you know what, on this particular day or on this particular weekend, you're going to be having like amazing sex. That, Mondays that, for me. That, that just keeps things, <laughs> it just keeps things like, you know, you're like simmering. You're like simmering. You're like simmering. And that's, that's good for you even on a physical level. Yeah. But it has to be something that you prioritize. Thank you. And if you, yeah. Thank you. I'm just saying. Can we um, just, before we wrap up, maybe just get two comments from people who are married? Uh, said by a person, I've been married 13 years now. I've been with my husband 15. Um, <laughs> it's not much compared to some other people here, but I, I would definitely say we, we went to a marriage counselor at one point and scheduling it, literally, putting it on the damn calendar and, and roll your ass over if you don't want to. Just, just turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> in there, I promise you, you will get into it, and then you'll feel good about it afterwards. Okay. Um, and definitely advocating for yourself. Yes. Because if he doesn't know what you want, and you don't know what you want, you have no idea um, how this is going to work. It's it's hard enough to put the responsibility of your orgasm on someone else. Do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Do it mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. That's that's my only thing. Yes, Queen. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've been married. Mm -hmm. I'm divorced now. But I completely agree with what both the ladies have said about sex. Um, passionate about women expressing themselves more and not leaving it to the guy. If you can't have an orgasm um, through penetration, which is usually hard, I think, maybe harder, for me, harder, harder. Mm -hmm. then teach him how to use his fingers, show him where to go, like be, be present, because most people assume that the pleasure is for the man, so we have to take responsibility of our own pleasure. And also, I agree with her. Schedule the sex, drink, get some shots when you hear the door slam in his home. You take Panadol for a headache, so please find yourself some aphrodisiacs if you have to. Yeah. But schedule the sex, because you're not related. The only way that you can get yourselves to that level of, maybe, I don't know, that's why our parents have four kids, I don't know. But the only way you can get yourselves to that point where you're actually family, you actually need to exchange those bodily fluids. I can't really say that there's a scientific research to it, but there there is actually, it's not your there brother, there is I, and, and that's not your sister. Like, you don't know each other, so it's so easy for you guys to sort of get to the point where you hate each other and can't stand each other. You need the sex to keep it going. Sex was created to literally bond the two of you. So no excuses, and no acting like you're being called to, there are some other people here who don't have men in their beds, so please, take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> take one for the team, please. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Can you see the things they're selling outside? <laughs> you have a life. <laughs> you have a full living being in your bed. So get, get that machine going. So yeah, sex should be scheduled. Um, with the kids, please soundproof your room if you must. You shouldn't have to limit your voice when it's time to come because you're worried about your third born yes. in the next room. I mean, Alternatively, I, I, <laughs> I thought this was an amazing idea I got from someone. Schedule one night a month outside of your home. Of your home. Mm. Yeah, it could be at a motel, it could be at a hotel. You budget for school fees, for crying out loud. Mm. Trust me, you guys having your sex game up and not getting a divorce when those children are going off to university is more important than that school fees. Yes, so pay bro. for a room at Sankara or wherever and get that uh, It doesn't even have to be Sankara. Okay. Oh, why not? Why not? Why not? No, why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? That could up of the sheets could like up the situation. <laughs> I'm just saying. Egyptian know. cotton. Egyptian cotton. I just want to say thank you. Thank oh you gosh. so much for your input. Thank you so much for your opinions. Thank you so much for being here. Please make sure that you do subscribe to our podcast. We are on iTunes. Imagine there was a time we were in the top 10. So your subscriptions, and then more importantly, if you have an iPhone, if you just like drop us a number of stars, five, five, five stars, <laughs> and then if you write a review, it's going to up our ratings on iTunes, which is really good because then we'll get international recognition. Not like we don't already, but you know, it will be just like really good for our ratings. And if you have an Android phone on Stitcher, do the same thing. You can rate us. Um, and then follow us on all of our social media. The hashtag for today has been the spread live and follow us at the spread pod. And if you guys have any emails or if you have any questions that you feel that we weren't able to answer, just send yeah, us an email. It's like a Ton. bucket full of so we I, I think you need to do this again Wait, we're gonna have to do yeah. do you guys want to do this again yeah, <laughs> yeah? yeah. so <laughs> same time same place <laughs>
So just let us know what you want us to do. Um, and then just send us emails. Email address is host at So I just wanna lay down my body and just expose myself to you, oh baby. So lay down your body and just expose yourself to me too. Because I want your love, will you give me love? Make my dream a reality. Cause